Welcome to Preston's Super Show. News, sports, and a whole lot more. It's the Super Show, baby. Warning. This show contains material that is only suited for patriotic audiences and people who have a backbone. If you like God, guns, and glory, you're listening to the right show. Sit back or carry on and enjoy Preston's Super Show. Preston Super Show Late Night Edition. <clears throat> Here talking about um, the two bowl games later today. Uh, time right now is 12:31 a.m. and there are two bowl games on today. Once uh, very early, 11 a.m. Central Time. Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders versus Toledo Rockets to kick off bowl season. In the Bahamas Bowl. Um, this game is later today. So there's two games today. So I want to have the podcast focus on those two games. Then uh, I'm going to put the podcast up later in the day about the rest of the bowl games. Um, and then that way we've kind of split this up because there's a lot of games this Saturday. Also, two NFL games. Uh, for that information, go ahead and check out the last podcast I put up, NFL Week 15, Preview and Picks, Best Bets Included. Both the best bets hit tonight, as a matter of fact, in that Kansas City Chiefs first Los Angeles Chargers game. But the focus now on this podcast is the two bowl games for... Friday, which is really, uh, which is really interesting, really cool because there's not a lot on early in the day at this time, especially on a Friday. So middle Tennessee state versus Toledo Rockets, middle Tennessee blue Raiders are six and six. The Toledo Rockets are seven and five. I'm going to cover all angles of the college football bowl mania, uh, for us. And uh, that means giving you a winner. And that means telling you what I like on the spread. Uh, Also talk about the total. But that's just more of me relaying that to you. Um, Talk about the money lines. um, But this podcast, we're going to focus more on just picking a winner and picking the spread. So Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders have had an up and down season. But one thing that's been really uh, prominent about this team and been really uh, interesting and will be good to see tomorrow is that their defense has played uh, pretty phenomenal. Uh, So what we know from the Associated Press is that middle Tennessee State defense leads the nation in turnovers. Um, so that is huge in a game against Toledo who can outpace 
a lot of smaller schools. What's very important about this game is that Toledo has a really good rushing attack with um, Bryant Kobach. But the quarterback from Middle Tennessee State is a freshman, Nick Vitidio. Um, he's been hot as of late. He's got a hot hand right now. Coming into this game with some momentum, with a lot of time in his in his uh, college in his you know collegiate career left, I expect him to have a good game against Toledo. This is a international bowl game um and it's the longest running one made its debut in 2014 this is the second time both these teams will meet in the bahamas bowl um this is going to be a very tough game um toledo's favorited pretty heavily um so I'm going to be looking at this game from a couple different angles. Uh, What I'd like to see in a game like this, where it's two teams that are very similar, I'd like to see what uh, Middle Tennessee is able to do with their rushing attack. Because that is where they've been lacking this season. Um, Toledo has been tearing it up on the ground. I expect them to do really well in this game. But this Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders defense is going to be prepared. Um, You're going to get a lot of points with Middle Tennessee. Um, Like maybe over 7.5. So if you're getting more 7.5 points with Middle Tennessee... That's where you want to be in this game. I believe Toledo wins, but I don't think it's by the huge, huge margin that's being predicted by 10 or more. I think it's a little bit closer than that. Um, For four quarters of play in a college game, that's really kind of like a Super Bowl for these two schools in a way because there's some money at stake here and some some other things for the school at stake here Um, and a lot of recognition uh, so be ready for this to feel just like an away game for both teams that's a good way to put this in perspective if you can put picture this game as an away game for both teams which it really is and this will be on espn at 11 a.m and i encourage you to watch this game to kick off bowl season and get in the spirit of the holiday season with bowl season so the i'm telling you to tread carefully on this game this is not something you need to go out of your way for to bet on this is just a fun game to watch now if you want to bet on it you need to be looking at all those points you can get from middle middle tennessee you need to know that middle tennessee uh has uh closed out the season with a win 27 to 17 over florida athletic university and the games that they've lost uh they they played close and some of them got away but they played close and toledo's a better team 
Um, and Toledo is going to win this game. But this Middle Tennessee team, this is like I was telling you, this is like their Super Bowl. Okay, you got to understand that this is their last game before a very long offseason. That's, you know, a little bit dull, you know, in football because all you're, you can only really do so much. Like in basketball, they go play basketball in other, um, like, countries and other uh, smaller leagues and they can keep playing basketball but in foot in baseball they can find ways to like keep their game pretty pretty good um <clears throat> and find other ways to enhance their game in the offseason through training pretty well in baseball football's a little bit college football's a little bit different when it comes to that stuff um you're not going to other countries to play football after you just got done with the football season that's when your body's really supposed to heal and then you start training again and then when you're all healed up and you're training again and now you're ready for next season before you know it the seasons are you know arrived and that's you know kind of how football is so the time uh is different right for like how you can train and prepare in college football so they're gonna get everything they got they're emptying the tank in this game um, and this is also going to be the last game of the year, and they're lucky to actually be playing in it. You ha- you have to win six games to get in a bowl. Six games you can get in a bowl. You're bowl eligible. Um, so we don't think that Cade Cunningham is going to go for Middle Tennessee, but that's okay because, like I told you, the freshman was doing well. Via um, let me make sure I get his name right. Um. Freshman quarterback Nick Vadiario completed 66 of 93. That's 71% of his passes over his last three games. Okay, so he's doing he's doing well. And this is a game where he's against a Toledo defense that you know is is good, but they're not superior to Middle Tennessee. So expect a real close game. Expect Toledo to win because of their offense and how they can <coughs> steamroll past opponents um, but expect Middle Tennessee to also be able to score points as well um, it's a real fun game it's a real fun matchup the weather's going to be nice um, for both these teams but uh, think of it that way think of it how I'm telling you both these teams are away and there's some about two wide receivers on Toledo's side uh, Derek McKinley Lewis and uh, let me make sure I get his name right I think it's Bryce Mitchell uh, may not be playing. So also keep that into perspective. Daquan Finn, the quarterback for Toledo, is really in a spot where he wants to showcase his talent in this game. Let's talk about him for a minute. He deserves to be talked about. Um, and, and I want to be able to do that with some of these games and be able to kind of get a little more in depth instead of just a little bit of a gloss over. We're kind of diving in. So with Daquan Finn, man, 126 completions out of 211 passing attempts, 1,855 yards passing with 16 touchdowns and only one interception. So a couple things that stand out right away. His throws 
are to open receivers, right? Because if, if he was throwing in the tight coverage, there's a good chance that that interception number would be more than one. But it looks like he's throwing to the open man. How does he get the open man? Well, that's because of their talented running back opening up the passing attack, Brian Kobach. When Toledo starts to run play action and starts to get you worrying about the run, they're able to slice slice and dice you over the top. That's exactly why Devin Maddox, their top receiver in yards, uh, has 38 catches for 562 yards and four touchdowns. He is a beast on the field. But what I like about Daquan Finn is he spreads the ball around really well. And he does it to the point that he has this team in a position to, uh, on national television, really showcase his game, showcase his skills, show us what Daquan Finn is all about. Because when we look at his resume, it's impressive. Now we get to see the freshman play tomorrow against the other freshmen. So this is going to be a really fun game. And I hope I've laid it out in a way that uh, compels you uh, to to join in and, and take part in this game. Maybe some live tweets and, and a lot of fun. A lot of snacks too, right? Um, even even 11, and 11 o'clock for me is snack time. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Sounds good, right? There are a lot of places you can host your podcast. Those other podcast hosting sites love to make you pay, thinking they are doing you a favor. Not at Anchor. Folks, this is free. None of Anchor's competitors make distribution and monetization as seamless as Anchor does. I predict Anchor to be the face of podcasting in the next five years. If you're an experienced podcaster or a newcomer, doesn't make a difference. Get your show on Anchor today. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Next uh, game that I want to talk about and be able to go into a little bit of detail about um, is a game that's kind of been overshadowed. No one wants to talk about 
but it's a it's a really good team actually NIU Northern Illinois University uh, versus Coastal Carolina um, we'll get to the injury report let's talk about these teams Northern Illinois is nine and four Coastal Carolina is ten and two this is the Cure Bowl so in the Cure Bowl we are getting um something really good here i believe like i really do believe we're getting something good here um a a good game to watch this is a game i won't um be betting on they have a stupid rule on sports books in illinois that you can't bet on they don't allow you to bet on college sports in your own state professionals fine but you can't bet on college sports in your own state. It's like that uh, in a few states. It's like that here in Illinois. It's it's I, the law is backwards, so they need to update that, along with a lot of other things. But in this game, it's a 5 p.m. Central time, so you got a, you got a good break in there between Middle Tennessee State versus Toledo. So plenty of time. To get done what what you got to do, um, and and enjoy uh, the tail greeter cure bolt. This is a game where Coastal Carolina is going to want to showcase their talent, showcase what they've been about this season. But I got to tell you, thinking that NIU is just going to roll over is going to get you burned in this game. If I were able to bet on this game, I would bet Northern Illinois. <clears throat> Plus eight and a half on the spread. Their quarterback, Rocky Lombardi, is a true talent. And he's up against Grayson McCall. Now that's the way I'm going to shape. Really, it's Rocky Lombardi versus the Coastal Carolina Chanteliers defense. Now this defense <clears throat> is not the best defense in the NCAA. They allow 325 yards a game, 191 passing yards, and 133 rushing yards. So it's not like they're stopping anybody. They're just outworking other teams. So what happens when they run into a team like NIU that's truly a team that's a workhorse team? Then I think you got a recipe for a good game. And that's what we get here. But to see these huge points coming in just shows me that maybe the books don't really understand who's playing and who's not. And that's why you're getting such skewed lines and ambiguous odds. Now, a lot of people may not remember, Rocky Lombardi was like the next big thing at Michigan State. Then... He basically hit the new move, which is the new move in college football, which I absolutely love, which is called the transfer portal. And I absolutely love the transfer portal. I believe in the transfer portal wholeheartedly because if you don't like where you're at, you should be able to dip out. Like, you shouldn't have to be stuck there. No way. Uh, I don't like that. I think you should be able to go, you know, just like a job. You know, if, if it's not working out for me, if I don't like what we got going on here, I can't be dedicated to this. It's time for me to go. You know, especially if I've done everything I can 
uh, then it's time to go, you know, and that's kind of what I see with Rocky Lombardi. Like, hey, Michigan State wasn't working out. I'm not getting what I want. It's time for me to roll. He comes to NIU. He's having success. A couple bumps in the road. Here's a showcase game for him. Now he's against Coastal Carolina Chandelier's defense, which just told you they're giving up a ton of yards. Now, NIU's defense is they're a little bit better than last year. Um, so I'll give him that. Uh, but you're not like you, you're getting like maybe two or three guys that are that pro football size. And the other guys are just, you know, college football size or, you know, not at that level yet. They haven't, uh, been in the weight room that long and haven't been around, uh, the, the facilities long enough to, to be able to get those type of gains, you know, that's just the bottom line. I haven't been around enough, so they'll buff up, you know, as time goes on. The ones that, you know, they're, they, they're going forward after on a pro football. Um, but in this game, you're looking at NIU's rushing attack mixed with their passing attack to throw Coastal Carolina off. And Coastal Carolina is going to rely heavily uh, on throwing the football. They want to they want to beat you through the air, um, which is good because then it gives you a little bit funner game to watch. You get a faster paced game. Uh, their top wide receiver at Coastal Carolina, Javion Hale, has 1,034 receiving yards this year, and he's 44 away from uh, the school record held by uh, former NFL receiver Jerome Simpson. Uh, who was a true talent. And Coastal Carolina quarterback Grayson McCall, to give him some credit so I'm not just like only talking about Rocky Lombardi. Um, he's going to, I really feel like he'll have a good game because NIU defense gives up a lot of points. They give up 447 yards a game this year total. Um, and uh, McCall's efficient. Um, He's he's more efficient than Mac Jones was last year. So put that in perspective. Mac Jones is like the most efficient quarterback in college football last year. So uh, this is going to be a very good game. But I think everybody kind of slept on Northern Illinois. They kind of were just like, meh. They beat a bunch of, you know, cream puffs, whatever. But I'm telling you right now, you're overlooking them if you think that. Like, they're not coming to roll over for Coastal Carolina. Like, they may, this is, you know, a MAC team. These are proud teams, man. These teams ball. They they, they play hard. Um, some things I like about this season uh, for NIU that I can tell you about. Um, I like their game against Central Michigan, where they took it to the wire. Um, I like their game against Georgia Tech where they played them close. I like that they beat Eastern Michigan. I like that they beat Toledo. All close games. Um, Their bumps in the road were number 25, Michigan, which is no shame at losing to them. Look where they ended up. You know what I'm saying? As I think believe number two uh, going to the college football playoff. So there's no shame in losing to Michigan. And then you have... um, the loss they took against Kent, which was close, could have went anybody's way. The loss against Wyoming, within seven points. Um, so those are not shameful losses. The loss against Western Michigan was a bad beat. 
you know, that was just Western Michigan being hot. And they really were hot. Like, it was just one of them games where, you know, sometimes you play a team and you're just like, what the heck was that? They were just fired up, man. Duh. Literally, they were, like, so tapped in. They were not losing that game. So it didn't matter what Northern Illinois did. But uh, it's not like they got shut out. You know, they still put 21 on the board. So this is a game where Coastal Carolina's defense isn't known to stop anybody. Um, Northern Illinois' defense isn't going to stop anybody. Um, the total's at 63. It's telling you there's going to be a lot of points. Then you got uh, Coastal Carolina minus 430 favorite. Look, they're... They're a little bit, I don't know. I think they're a little bit twisted on this because Northern Illinois uh, is beastly running the football with um, Jay Ducker. I don't, I don't, I, there's not a guy anybody's been able to name on any show that could stop him when they do their little previews. I don't see a guy on the roster that could stop him. So I think this is just a high-scoring game. Your best bet's the total. Um, but uh, for the spread, eight and a half on Northern Illinois is where, you know, I would settle. And then who wins this game? I honestly truly believe Rocky Lombardi wins this game in a gutty performance. Uh, there is going to be some points on the board at the end of this one. Believe you me. We are going to have a high-scoring affair here at Exploria Stadium. And the idea of the bowl games is to get the teams in different environments, get them out of their schools, you know what I mean? No one's having that home field advantage. You truly get uh, a good game. And that's what we're hoping for in these two bowl games tomorrow. The, the two bowl games you get, that's a precursor into how the bowl games are going to go. Like That's a precursor. So if these two are good, then I think we get a good slate of bowl games. If these two games are bad, then I think that's spelling like we're going to get a lot of Duker games coming up. But hopefully, these are two solid games. I think they will be. I think don't get caught up in all the gambling stuff. These are just two teams that are bringing their their guts and their glory. And they are just going to have fun out there. That's what's so cool about this game. It's going to be on ESPN 2, 5 p.m. The Cure Bowl. Don't miss it. Do not miss it. I love Northern Illinois this game. I can't bet on the game. I'm still going to watch it. Come on. It's bowl season. Get in the spirit, folks. So, I want to take this time to thank everybody today for listening. I appreciate you sticking through the advertisements. Uh, I know it's only one this episode. So, you heard this. Uh, these two, okay, I like Northern Illinois to win. I like Northern Illinois on the spread. I like Toledo to win. But Middle Tennessee on the spread. Okay, so... Those are my my picks for you. Tell you where I'm at. Tell you what I believe. Um, Both these games are today. Tune in. 
watch, enjoy. There's nothing else going on. So you have an opportunity to relax and watch some football. It's perfect. Now, the I've broken down the top talent on all these teams. I've broken down, you know, a lot of what these two teams are up against and, and kind of the history of the Bulls. Um, this is going to be a fun game, you know, and uh, I really like this Cure Bowl, how it's how it's stacking up. Um, I think this is going to be the best one of the the day. Um, then we get to Saturday. So Saturday, um, things start even earlier, 10 a.m. So what I what I'm gonna do for you guys is get all um, the bowl games for Saturday up tomorrow because there's quite a few, and it doesn't make sense to slop them all on one podcast and then you try to go back and pick through it. it sounds stupid. So what? makes sense and what's practical actually is to do all the Saturday games tomorrow on Friday or I mean today on Friday excuse me and also give you my UFC precise picks that I have ready for you right now I just haven't released them but they're ready to go um and release my precise picks and my best bet for UFC this weekend I'm pumped this is a great UFC card I wanted to shout it out before I wrap up the show so we're finally at UFC Fight Night 199, um, and on Saturday, you're going to see Derek Lewis versus Chris Dacus in the main event. So tune in uh, to that podcast and check out my precise picks as well when I drop those for you. All tomorrow, you're getting all that uh, college football info tomorrow. You're getting all that UFC info tomorrow. It'll be up on the uh, oddmanout.ninja as well. Anywhere uh, you listen to podcasts, it will be up there. Ladies and gentlemen, just like the hands of time, I'm turning it over to you. Good night, everybody, and best of luck. Thank you again.